Hello and welcome to Songwriters in Seattle podcast. I'm Chris Klemecki, your host, and with me today, special guest, Todd Christoffel. Hi there. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. Yeah. Really well, good to see you. Um, big fan of cool. your music. Thank and, you. And uh, your, your lovely voice, which we're, we'll get to hear much of today. Thank you very um, much. Would love to start... Uh, by hearing about your musical history, sort of your background, give us a, a little uh, summary a of quick quick history yeah, lesson. The, the quick history of uh, musical Todd tonight. Yeah, there you go. I, actually, the the album I'm working on, I'm thinking of calling uh, uh, what is it? Uh, a brief uh, a brief history of eternity. So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> wow, you can pack it in. That, that so quickly. there you go. go. I almost forgot the name there for a second. But anyway. Uh, I grew up around the Chicago area, uh, a lot of folk singers uh, at the time. Uh, Steve Goodman uh, sang at the Earl of Old Town, picked up a guitar because my brother was into the guitar. He, was, he took lessons and, uh, and uh, he got the girls, and so that interested me. Wow. And so, so, <laughs> right? every time. What other reason is there to pick up the guitar? I, I don't know, <laughs> you know. So then, uh, so played guitar for a while, and I actually... Uh, have a real musical family, but uh, nobody's really trained. They just love music. Dad loved music. He sang uh, all the time. Uh, you know, everybody would say, what are you so happy for? I, and I get that, too. I'll be singing at work. They'll be, what are you so happy for? I was like, <laughs> I'm just singing. <laughs> Not supposed to be that happy. Uh, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, uh, and uh, been writing since the... Uh, well, you know, pretty much all my life, but seriously, since the 70s and uh, taught myself to play guitar, uh, never took any lessons at all and uh, and uh, taught myself to write and uh, listen to a lot of the great music in the 60s and 70s, that especially the uh, singer-songwriter types like Elton John and uh, Paul Simon, mm-hmm. those kind of guys really, really dug their stuff. And... Uh, then I uh, graduated uh, high school and decided I was going to go, uh, you know, uh, get a regular job, got a job, thought it stunk, you know, and said, <laughs> well, I'll try music. So I went down to Nashville, but I was oh, never yeah. into country music, so uh, that didn't work out so well. <laughs> uh, wow, so you were, you were all over the place before you made it to, to Seattle, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I got, uh, got married and... Uh, Said, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to do music anymore. I'm going to be a serious, uh, uh, whatever it was, <laughs> you know, serious, a serious guy, a serious guy, right? Well, uh, so I got married to the to the woman I'm still married to, Jill, and uh, and uh, who's still part of your band? Who's still part of the band? Yeah, and uh, what happened then was I couldn't stop writing, so. You know, I, I had intended to get out of the business, but I just kept doing it. So, so let's let's hear uh, a Todd Christoffel solo song. How about that? Oh, that'd be nice. That I right can uh, play one, uh, play on the old uh, Martin there. Excellent, excellent. Right. So let's do that. This is a uh, Todd Christoffel solo, playing his song, "The World Don't Belong to a Dreamer." Now, young man, 
I'd like to say as your father That I work hard six days a week I sweat and bleed Providing for my family And I must say That you don't seem a bit like me Always drawing there on the page Staring into space You're singing songs Todd, thank you so much for doing that. Um, tell us a little bit about that song, The World Don't Belong to a Dreamer. Beautiful song. 
What uh, what's your inspiration? Well, you know, the, the inspiration for that was uh, people telling me, uh, you know, don't be a dreamer, and uh, there are plenty of people who are dreamers, and uh, I think they should still be doing it. That's that's basically the message of the song is to, you know, you 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 hear that and you have to go beyond it. If you're if you're the kind of person who's an artist, there's plenty of people telling you that. Uh, you know, you should be doing something else. Right. So tell us how the band you evolved How Don't Ask started? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so let's talk about the band Don't Ask. So then I moved to Seattle, and I was working at a local blood center, and uh, uh, a woman who is now uh, deceased actually worked in a lab, and she said, you know, I know this guy downstairs. He plays guitar. I hear you play guitar. Why don't you two get together? Well, wow, matchmaker. Yeah, she was a yeah, 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 uh, yeah exactly. Musical matchmaker. A musical matchmaker, yeah. And so she uh, got Chris and I together. Uh, Chris Faget is his name. Uh, he's a great lead guitarist and uh, also a songwriter. Uh, and uh, we got together, and it really clicked. And we've been playing now since uh, oh, well over twenty years now. And, wow. Uh, and so you get pretty uh, knowledgeable about. Uh... Well, it's yeah, like ESP. Yeah. If I do something, he knows what I'm going to do, and and almost it, instinctual about it. it. It's totally instinctual at this point. It's it's uh, it's and it's great because we get to play out, and some of that magic still happens on stage. So, you know, we can we have done in shows we have created new songs on stage. Wow. And that doesn't happen very often yeah, unless unless you're pretty connected. That is something special. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, and uh, and Chris has a different uh, outlook. He's very very not interested in any professional music career at all, and totally into it just for the love of it. And well, let's let's hear some music. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the music on the two albums, and and hear a little clip here. Get get. Uh, the sound of "Don't Ask" and your voice uh, I'd love in to people's heads. Um, let's talk a little bit about "Seattle Day," the the song we're going to play from your album "Nothing." Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about about that song, and then we'll uh, we'll hear it. Well, you know, it's basically a weather report for Seattle. <laughs> and, <laughs> you really need one of those. Uh, yeah, rain. exactly. Yeah, and and it and it and it sort of. I I thought Seattle was unique in that. It's weather reflected a lot of times how the people were acting. Mm, and sure. so that's what the song is about. It's kind of like people are like, oh, well, la-di-da, you know? So Yeah, yeah actually, uh, you know, I kind of misspeak in saying rain. It's really not. It's, I, I've never found Seattle to be that rain. It's just no. partly cloudy, right? The weatherman right. always says partly cloudy, and he's likely right. Somewhere yeah, all, in, all he has to do is say region, partly cloudy, it's, right? Uh, it's going to be cloudy and a chance of rain here. Exactly. So, um, well, cool. Um, we're going to hear... Seattle Day. This is Todd Christoffel with his band Don't Ask from the album Nothing, Seattle Day. Seattle day, another 
lagi siar deh back and wonder am I getting up or should I just lie here and stall whatever happened to that list of what to do today what must I do today I can't recall another gray cloud a gray in Seattle day another gray If in some hypnotic haze The psyche is shackled to the sky While the city mumbles on and on Just rained upon They stumble on in their rains to catalyze In some hypnotic haze The psyche is shackled to the sky While all the city mumbles on and on Just rain upon They stumble on in their rains to cut lives Another foggy Foggy Seattle day Seattle day Another foggy Foggy Seattle day Another foggy Seattle day Excellent. That was a great song. And uh, looking over the CD case itself, really great production on this. Tell us a little bit about you know, the nutrition facts that we have on, <laughs> oh, on yeah. the CD liner. Well, and, the, you know. It's got the full lyrics and even some stories about the songs. Uh, st- tell us a little bit about how this, the CD came into being, the recording, the, the creation of the whole package. It's, it's really well, well done. Well, nothing, nothing is more of a band-driven uh, uh, CD than the uh, Monkey and My Grape CD, which is the first uh, CD. And uh, nothing uh, has a great shot of the Alberta wheat fields in the on the on the front where it's just basically you're looking at nothing there. And then the inside of the liner notes where the lyrics are, it's just a big giant sky over Alberta. Inside there's full lyrics and uh, and uh, descriptions of the songs and uh, so forth and what they mean. And the nutrition facts, I I just couldn't resist because the album was called Nothing, so it's basically got nutrition facts for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> My wife actually used to work in graphic arts and put the entire CD together 
nice. for us. And then, and, and that's so, always helpful. Well, it was great because I was kind of like the art director, and she was like the graphic artist, and it was really fun to put that together. So it, it's a, it's a really awesome project uh, that you can get at CD Baby, and uh, it's a, you know, it's. It, and the song we just played is the number one uh, downloaded song on CD Baby of our group and also on iTunes for Excellent. our group. Wow, yeah. wow, so, fantastic. So that's cdbaby.com slash don't ask. Yeah. All one word without the apostrophe. Yeah, no apostrophes and, uh, <laughs> there. <laughs> and you can uh, can hear the and purchase the CDs that we're playing today. Uh, getting a taste of it here. And uh, now let's move to the, the one you mentioned there's a monkey in my grape. Now that's a interesting title yeah. right off the bat. Where did that come well, from? Well, you know, my my dish. son Max, when he was young, he was eating uh, uh, his breakfast or something, and he uh, he chomped his grape, much like the grape on the picture of the CD, chomped in half. And he looked at it and he said, "There's a monkey in my grape, Dad." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, what's he doing?" And he said, oh, "It's sort he, of like a Rorschach." Kind yeah, kind of. Kinda, yeah. yeah. And he goes, "He's crying." And I thought, "Huh." <laughs> okay <laughs> there's a monkey i i we didn't get that on the cover there the, the monkey in the grape on the cover is not crying at least i don't think he is well the song we're gonna hear is uh murder in nashville tell us a little bit about murder in nashville okay so uh i had mentioned that i had gone down to nashville and uh ha- i was totally unprepared to be living on my own and uh pretty much uh Got scared to death down there, and uh, <laughs> I remember what I was talking to one guy. I played some songs for him. He goes, "Scary country musicians." Well, yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> you, you know, I don't even know what I was doing in Nashville. I don't do Nashville songs, but anyway, so I was down there, and uh, I said, "Well, you know, this is what I do." You know, I played some songs for a guy. He goes, "Oh yeah." He goes, "You stick at that for ten years, and you'll really be somewhere." And I thought, ten years? Are you kidding?" <laughs> <laughs> well, here it is a lot longer than 10 years later, and and uh, and uh, I guess I should have stuck those 10 years and uh, maybe been a country Seems like a long country time when, uh, when you're in your Well, when you're in your 20s, 20s yeah. yeah, it seems like an eternity, right? The short history of eternity, by the way. So murder in Nashville murder is what in we're going to hear. Uh, this is off the Monkey in My Grape CD from Don't Ask. There was a murder in Nashville in the heat of 75 There was a murder in Nashville, yet I made it out alive There was a murder in Nashville, and it scared me half to death There was a murder in Nashville, thought I'd never catch my breath There was a murder in There was a murder in Nashville There was a murder in Nashville And this boy is not the same There was a murder in Nashville Oh, they did not know my name There was a murder in Nashville In my silent room alone There was a murder in Nashville The police were never phoned There was a murder in Nashville There was a murder in Nashville 
75 There was a murder in Nashville Yet I made it out alive There was a murder in Nashville In my silent room alone There was a murder in Nashville The police were never phoned There was a murder in Nashville There was a murder in Nashville Jackets are deep and stand to eat a man alive So alive Devils and evil, how's a young boy to survive? To survive, survive a murder in Survivor murder in Very cool. I really appreciate you coming in and talking with us today. This is great. Love learning about songwriters and uh, supporting the uh, the folks who are helping yeah. out songwriters in Seattle. Which and you've if been, if been you're a songwriter out there, you should check songwriters in Seattle out. It is uh, it's a cool place to be. Well, great. Thank you so much, Todd. And uh, you have a great night, everyone Thanks. out there. For songwriters in Seattle and Todd Christoffel, this is Chris Klemecki saying, "Stay original." All right, it's been a pleasure.